It's Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. My name is Morty Overseen. You might be better as SEMrush's head of communications, but let me remind you that this podcast is not an official SEMrush publication. This is pure unofficial Morty magic, Morty mania. Who knows? Anyway, today for your listening pleasure, we have the SEO manager from Cure Media. You've seen him on YouTube. Or if you haven't, you better make sure you check him out because he is a video marketer, SEO extraordinaire. He is Itamar Blauer. What's up, Itamar? Hello, Mordi. Great to be here. Great to speak to you again. And uh, yeah, great to know everything that's gone on in your life recently. Um, so yeah, happy to be here. Thanks, dude. I'm happy you're here. I always like talking to you. So we we were talking about a topic where this was supposed to be a clubhouse session initially. And then I'm like, yeah, I switched jobs. I don't know if I'm doing clubhouse anymore. Clubhouse is kind of dying anyway. One less Ouch. thing to do. Yeah. Um, but then I'm like, you know, let's just do a podcast out of this. And the topic that we were talking about for Clubhouse, which we've now migrated over to the podcast, is common sense SEO, which seems to not exist, in my personal opinion. But um, I'm wondering, what are your thoughts on common sense SEO? I mean, you know, first and foremost, common sense is a very important thing. Uh, I think, you know, <laughs> put SEO aside, it's, you know, this just, you know, I'm not like some kind of motivational life hack, you know, per- person, but. You know, um, look both ways before crossing the street. Good advice. I mean, yeah, that first and foremost, before Don't we get drive into drunk. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, when you, when you put that kind of stuff into an SEO context, it's like, it, you know, things make sense because they should make sense. And you get lots of people who do things that aren't really great from a common sense perspective that then equate to, well, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot or you're wasting your time in terms of trying to increase your organic visibility. And, you know, th- there's plenty of examples like that. I think the first one that I think of uh, is to do with like link building, where it's like uh, loads of people will try and build links, but for example, they don't check to see what other websites that website has linked out to. They don't check the anchors. You think, like, I think that's common sense. I think that, well, if I want to get a link from someone, I want it to at least be, you know, relevant, like their topic or places they link out, it should be relevant to my content. Because if it isn't, then, you know, Google sees all, right? It'll know everything. So it's like, I think that's quite common sense. Do, Do you think that's common sense? Or am I just being very kind of anal about it? Well, I mean, no, you might be anal, but I, I, I don't know. But about this, not. Um, I, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like at this point, the, the idea that you're not checking the quality of the link or the relevancy of the link is a little bit silly. It's a number of links. Yeah, it's the number of links relative to the quality of the link. Obviously, like if you've got it, and we all know this, like, oh no, some you know Russian porn site is linking to me. Disavow, disavow. But then when we actually link build, we don't do the same thing in reverse. Well, maybe <laughs> it makes no sense to pitch to a Russian porn site to link to me. Maybe it does. I don't know what your site is doing. So it could be totally relevant to what you're doing. But in my case, yeah, that, not. That, that, no, that's, a, that's an interesting point, though, because it's like, well, you know, people are so concerned sometimes about the links that they get. But it's like when, yeah, when they're trying to build links, they, a lot of people don't put that same amount of like caution, in, which I think is common sense, you know, like, you wouldn't, uh, if we try and give a, an analogy here and saying like link building is, you know, building a relationship and inviting somebody uh, over to your house for dinner. It's like, well, you know, you wouldn't, you'd invite a friend round, sure. But it's like, you wouldn't, you know, you, if you got asked by 
like a, a Russian. Uh, I I forgot the example, but it's like you wouldn't porn do it site. on the other... Russian porn. Site. Yeah, like a Russian. Okay, porn it, site. it could be any porn site. It could be Canadian porn. Does that exist? Is there a Canadian porn industry? I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Maybe, um, but yeah, it's it's like that kind of sense where you got to be very very cautious. Um, and and like we said, crossing the street, you know, that's common sense. People are also at the same time not very cautious when it comes to SEO. But it's not just with like the link building side of things. It's also with content. Like it is common sense to create great content because you know that Google wants to display the best type of content possible to the user. So it's like, why do people still push out crap content? And like, I'm sorry if I say that, like people, a lot of people push out crap content and then are like confused. They're like, hmm, why is this not <laughs> ranking? And I like, it, it, it's the kind of thing where you just kind of have to process it for a few seconds. And you're like, like did this person seriously think that their content was gonna rank just based off the content alone? Like, because it's crap content like i don't know like i just yeah it's something i see a lot <laughs> i i like this in the in the kind of like the whole eat debate which i don't think should be a debate at this point but let, like let, let, let's run this through a little bit oh no eat is not part of the algorithm don't focus like blah blah blah, blah, blah. like what, what don't focus like let's say it's not like let's assume you're right you mean you shouldn't create expertative or expertative that's not a real word um <laughs> expert based authoritative trustworthy content that's like that's not the kind of content you should be creating anyway like, what's the difference? Whether it's in the algorithm, not in the algorithm, that's the kind of content your users want. Google is checking the quality of the content, whether you think they're using EAT or not. doesn't really matter. Like, that's what quality content is. What else is it? <laughs> it's like the same thing with the, the whole page experience update and, like, the, the mobile first off. And it, it gets to that point and people are like, oh, I'm shitting myself. You know, this, this page experience update, this mobile-friendly, you know, uh, mobile-first indexing. It's like... Well, for fuck's sake, you know, where have you been in the past, like 10, 15 years? You know, mobile phones are a thing now. More people use them. To, if, right. your, if your site doesn't comply, then, you know. It's, it's only as of June 2021 that it matters if your buttons are floating around and people are buying crap that they don't really want to buy. Yeah, it's like up right. until then, it's fine. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, hey, like, you know, you get an email from a customer. Hey, I don't know what happened, but your buttons were moving all around on the mobile page and I accidentally bought something. You completely ignore that. But when Google says, hey, CLS, you're like, oh, better watch out. Well, you know, who is your customer? <laughs> like, Obviously, it's yeah. Google. Well, other way I, around. I, I hope John Mueller, I, for me it is, I hope John Mueller is listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there, there's just so many things. Like, it's it's honestly sometimes really hard to think off the top of my head. But it's like when, when there are certain things that you hear from other people, uh, it, it kind of really puts it into perspective. And it's just like... You know, a lot of SEO generally is just common sense. And it's like, why do we need all people, you know, so many people online creating content about it, helping you with like, and, and don't get me wrong, <clears throat> there are loads of things and loads of, uh, you know, disciplines within SEO that are a lot more difficult that might be you know you do need to do some reading, you do need to do some testing. But of course, for yeah, the most disc part, disclosure, we're not saying that. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not saying yeah, that. They definitely pays to dive into whether it be link building, technical optimization, content, whatever it is, dive into it. But yes, there's yeah. a certain level of just like, don't be an idiot. Well, yeah, exactly. I think, you know, with everything, like you're going to need to do some digging, do some research, try things out. Um, and I, th I think maybe it's the case where when a lot of people don't have that common sense, it might be because they're 
maybe not too keen on, on trying to do that experimentation. Maybe they're not too keen on kind of looking around for more information before they kind of go and decide to do something. And then they're like, oh, well, I saw this person on the internet said this, so I did it, but I don't have results now. It's like, why? But, you know, it's like, well, have you tried at least uh, reading a bit more? Have you tried to see what somebody else had to say? Or did you just take that thing at face value? And, yeah, whether yeah. or not it applies to your kind of site or your situation altogether. Mm. Right. And it's like so funny because you would never I mean, oh, I, I shouldn't say this because people do this. But for the most part, you wouldn't operate this like in, in real life. If someone said, hey, you know what? You should totally buy this house and spend a million dollars on it. Be like, well, let me think. Does that make sense? <laughs> why, why don't you stop and think? Like, does this make sense? And why is it such a hard? That's the fundamental cause. People are just not thinking, well, so and so Neil Patel wrote this, so I guess I'll do it. Yeah, I, I think it's difficult nowadays because again, there's so much out there. So you know, on the flip side, it's like, well, some people might not have the time to go through all of these things. They might, you know, maybe see about uh, what somebody with, uh, you know, lots of views or something on YouTube is saying, uh, which may or may not be true. But it's like, uh, you know, generally speaking, you know, SEO in a nutshell, like when you think of the the kind of fundamentals of uh, the internet and pages on the internet. And in terms of search engine, it's like, well, it's the content you put out and it's about what kind of links are, are being brought between it to kind of uh, at least show search engines if something is you know, potentially relevant or, or you know, makes sense uh, to be linked to within that, whatever the context of that thing is. But like, why, why do people just not have common sense? Like, I'm asking you, like, I, I want to know, know what you think. I mean, I don't have a gripe against somebody trying to learn SEO for the first time. They see content and they're okay. This is what it must be. They just don't know. This is not who I have a point of contention with. It's terrible that a lot of crap ranks that shouldn't rank. If you Google some basic SEO stuff, we all know it. Neil Patel is going to show up. And by the way, sometimes his content is not horrible. It's just not his. But sometimes it's very cliche. And not just to pick on Neil, but I mean, I will pick on Neil. But across the board, these very, you know, cliche, listicle kind of pieces of content do really well in search sometimes for these kind of for these kind of content areas. And I think it's a gap. I think I don't. So I don't I think it's a gap in Google being able to show the right kind of content. Maybe that people aren't writing it. Who the hell knows? So I don't blame somebody who's new, trying to break in, understanding this, blah, blah, blah. That makes a lot of sense to me, unfortunately. Where I do see this as a problem is people who are kind of involved in the industry already not thinking and not putting their mind to, okay, does this make sense or not? And it just, it's mind boggling. I don't have a good answer. I really don't. Is it, a, is it laziness? It's like, you know, hey, it's worked for this long. I mean, there was an article or there was a Twitter thread. Barry Schwartz made an article out of it. I think it was Paul Har talked about this. And it's a good point. He talked about, you know, SEOs think about, Okay, Google counts links. Now I need links. And here's how I'm going to go about getting links. And they don't think about why does Google count links? Okay, Google's mm -hmm. trying to understand if the page is authoritative. People like the page, whatever it is, however you want to understand links. And this is where I think there's a problem. I think it's the whole ranking factor mindset. Well, there's a ranking factor. And it's, it's, and it's not laziness as opposed to it's being like you just people want things that are concrete. 
And I, I understand that desire. I get it. But life, one in life is really concrete other than concrete itself. That was poetic. But you have a ranking factor as opposed to understand, okay, this is the factor. I will optimize. I will make sure I check the box and make sure I've optimized for this factor. Think about why is the factor there? What is Google trying to do? Because now you're already working conceptually, right? Google's trying to do X. Let me conceptually align my page, my site, my content to what Google is doing. But now you're already making a conceptual connection. You're not so worried about the, the parameters of the factor, how the factor plays itself out. You're more worried about conceptually speaking, am I aligned with what Google is trying to do? You're, I always say this quote, Wayne Gretzky, skate towards the puck. And I think SEOs don't do that because it's much more concrete. Like, Here's the list. You see it with the, you know, the EAT thing. How do you optimize for EAT? Well, oh, you have to have an author bio. You have to have your content reviewed by an expert. You have to, you've, EAT is a completely conceptual thing. And there's all sorts of, and, and, and another thing I'll pick on with the EAT is, well, there's expertise, there's authoritativeness, and there's trustworthiness, and they're all three separate things. Expertise is, no, conceptually speaking, no, they're not. They very much overlap. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think when you don't think conceptually and you just try to break things down to concrete, you run into a lot of problems. And I understand I'm not trying to pick on people. I understand why they're doing it. But you have to understand why that's not necessarily the best thing to do, especially long term, because it's, Google's going to evolve and Google's going to treat things differently. And I, I'll tell you right now. If you add the, the word best to your po- like SEO podcast, best SEO podcast to your title tag, you throw it on the page. For this podcast, I literally wrote on the homepage, best SEO podcast. Did I write this to see if Google will improve my rankings? Yes, I did. And by the way, it did. It worked. And I noticed it because, hey, if you search for best SEO podcast in the podcast carousel there, you have podcasts that don't publish often that have their, their name is, you know, best SEO podcast. I'm like, all right, Google has a gap here. Is that a great strategy? No, because long-term, that's not what's going to work. Like long-term, Google's going to get smart. It's going to need to evolve. It's going to pick up like, hey, this is really stupid. We're, we're, we're overemphasizing the word best on the page. So think conceptually. If you don't think conceptually, if something's working now, it's not going to work five years from now or a year from now or five months from now. Well, it, it's because people treat things sometimes as like a checklist, like you're saying, like ranking factor mentality. It's more like a binary thing. It's like you either have it or you don't. Correct. But then it's just like, well, you know, uh, the, the example I could give is, for example, uh, with humans, it's like we need food to live, like to, to stay alive, which is true. But people might not think certain people might not think what types of food you know, you need to have. So they just might eat a bunch of crap and they'll still be living, sure. But then over time, if all you're eating is crap, you know, your health's going to deteriorate, right? It's the same thing, for example, with with like link building, for example. Like people say, you need links. And then people say, okay, great, I'll get a bunch of links. But then if they don't get the links that, you know, are actually good for them, that makes sense, like for their specific case and their site, um, and all they're getting is crap, the same thing with being crappy food, their site, over time will start to, to deteriorate. And it's like that, that same kind of, you know, mindset where it's like, you got to, it's not just about checking things off the list. It's about thinking very holistically about your site and, you know, the, you know who you want to be, right? Because a lot of yeah. people don't think about that. Like, oh, and it's about future proofing. A lot of people, 
Oh yeah, like and people like a lot of humans, they don't necessarily think about you know what their actions could lead to in the next 10, 20 years. That, that that's why the example with like the whole eating just crappy food all the time, right? It's the same thing with SEO. It's like the content that you make, the the links that you build, um, and, and how you make your site you know run and perform. You have to think about, you know, what it's going to be like in 10, 20 years if you actually still want to be running. And I think loads of people don't think about that part. They're just sticking to what what does Google reward now? This is what I want to do. And they don't think about, you know, they don't understand that Google changes. Like you're saying, Google changes all the time. So it's like if you don't think about that, you're essentially playing catch up throughout your entire time as an SEO. Right. Because you're always going to be one step behind. It's a fuck. I'm going to ask you, why is it when we do the, the food case, by the way, great, great comparison. Right. Because everybody's always worried about, hey, you know, I don't want to eat this. Even if you don't eat healthy, you do know that you're not eating healthy. Like you're generally people are aware of that. Like I should be eating healthier. I should be exercising more. I don't have time, but I should be. But why when it comes to SEO, is it not that way? Well, I mean, in some cases, it's similar because, you know, if we say, for example, fast food is cheaper than like super organic food, that's really good for you. You could say the same thing with like link building because or content creation, like it's much easier and quicker uh, and cheaper to get, you know, shit content, shit links as it is for you to spend the time to get great content and great links on your site. Um, so, so yeah, what was your question? I kind of just completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking why is it with food people get it, but with SEO people don't get it? And yeah, it's a good point because it's just easier. Because I mean, SEO but, doesn't But there's still that lack of health. awareness. I think the person going to McDonald's, like, yeah, like, all right, I'm spending like, you know, a quarter of what I would spend otherwise. I'm assuming that you don't need to do that. If you do need to do that, it's like a, like a horrible situation. But I'm assuming like you're just a cheapskate. You don't want to spend more money. I think you understand the, 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 value or the devalue and or the not value or the harm that you're doing by not by being a cheapskate and not willing to buy something a little more expensive if you okay. could afford it like why do, is do you know, that that do you know what let me tell you that's because seo for the vast majority of the, of the time or for the most part is unregulated there's no way for people to have some kind of uh, you know regulatory body or, or something like that or governing bodies like when you think of food you know there are you know standards out there there are companies that you know will say to people you like if you've got for example this ingredient in your food you need to label it as this because yeah you need to clearly state that it's potentially harmful and this will yeah but people don't do that if you add this keyword to your site it will kill you well that would make people more scared but i feel like when when you when you understand the amount of people in the seo industry and the amount of misinformation that gets shared people just become accustomed to it you know people get used to people sending them outreach emails saying i've got a bunch of these sites with high da's if you Hello, get dear, you know 100... i hope you're a fine and fit well but yeah well at least they care about your health in that sense but <laughs> I, I think but you know they I don't care I about think, your I, think I know if i'm looking good well, yeah, they care about your health, but not your site's health. And I think generally speaking, like when you get hundreds of that every week, you know, it starts to dig into your brain, right? It starts to dig into brain like, oh, okay, yeah. So so DA must be a good thing if everyone's talking about it. You know, sites with a good DA makes a lot of sense. Maybe I need to do that. And that's like, maybe that's part of the reason why a lot of people are making mistakes that from a common sense perspective don't make sense, but they're doing it because there's no official body to tell them otherwise. It's like, should Google be 
a bit more, you know, on the ball when it comes to helping people understand that, you know, certain things that people do in the industry is false? Like, do they need to be more clear about, you know, you know, metrics that aren't, uh, you know, made up by Google can be manipulated and at least make it explicitly clear in certain documentation that's easy for SEOs to read? Because a lot of SEOs, you know, they're not going to read Google documentation. For a lot of the time, you know, Google documentation, it doesn't look very appealing to read. But oh, if they have doesn't. maybe some massive sticker saying like, you know, this, this or die. Film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then people might be a bit more cautious about it, you know, or from Google Search Console. Maybe they need to be a bit more active on that front and, you know, put a notification up helping people uh, because yeah. otherwise, how are people meant to know that something is bad for them? There's so many points that just, oh, you're like, you're, there's so many things to dive into. So I've actually talked about standards with Trevor Stolber on this very podcast. And that's a whole separate wormhole because unlike food, right? I can't tell, like I can tell you how many calories should you be eating? How many calories on this hamburger? How many grams of fat are in this hamburger? Oh my God, you're going to die. Very linear. But SEO is not that way. It's very, and this is another, like at least another point. It's not that way. It's not very linear. It's not always very completely scientific because you don't know the algorithm. You don't know how everything works and it's way too complicated. So going, I just, I, I disagree that having standards will fix things only in the sense that arriving at the standards is so complicated. How, great point. I agree with you. But now how the hell do you do this? And that's the well. whole other wormhole, <laughs> which I don't want to go down to right now. Check out that podcast with Trevor Stolber. We go all into the whole thing. But like that, I, I think like like the word optimization is like the worst freaking word. It really is. I hate it because now you think like optimization. Now it's about doing very linear things, do very linear um, out for very linear um, outputs. I will do this. I will get this. When optimization is not linear at all, it's very a lack of a better word, holistic, all encompassing, theoretical, conceptual, all of those things. And yes, optimization is also like. Do you have a no index tag? Not a good idea. If you want to be indexed, you should remove that tag. So there are linear elements to it, but as a process, it is not linear. Or for example, data metric, forget DA. Let's talk about authority score by SEMrush. Sorry, I had to do that. I just had to do that. Um, those things can be helpful. And it's like stupid that it's become, people will look at the authority score and be like, all right, well, this is what the site, it's any data, whether it's an authority score inside of SEMrush or I can't help myself. I just can't. Marketers going to market or you're looking at Google Analytics. They're trends. They're not meant to tell you exactly what this is, exactly what you should be doing. This is the exact amount of traffic you're getting. No, it's not. Because, by the way, GA has an algorithm to remove bots. So other analytics, for example, Wix Analytics has a different algorithm to remove bots and discount certain kind of actors from your site. So it, analytics are trends. Now you need to look at the trends. What does this mean in general? What might this say about my site? But when you see data, and SEO is very data-driven, I feel like people are immature about their data. Well, here's the data. This is what it must be. And they don't think about it. What does it mean? What are the implications of it? What are the limitations? Every piece of data, and this is my bone to pick about SEO studies, by the way, every piece of data has limitations. And it's not a bad thing. Limitations oh, yeah. help you understand why. Why do why does every you know master's thesis or doctorate thesis start with? They all have limits, yeah, and they yeah, all they start all... with it. Mm -hmm. Why to show how bad we are? No, so that you can understand where you can, where you can't, and how you should apply this information. It's there to help you understand 
how to apply the information. And it's also helpful for people to be able to take different angles. And yes, into, into exactly. The... It's here to help you qualify how the, what the data is, how you should use it, how it should be applied. Now, with a master's thesis or a doctorate thesis, there's no marketing involved. So there's no idea of, hey, these are the limitations. Yeah, I have no problem showcasing them. I have no problem talking about them. But when you get into marketing kind of stuff, no one wants to talk about limitations. Oh, they make us look bad. When but in reality, on. it doesn't because everyone with half a brain knows that you're full of crap. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. So people know that SEO is subjective. It's a subjective concept. But why do people treat it so objectively I when it's a subjective concept? Because there's so much positioning and jockeying with the SEO. My way of doing it is right. You know what the truth is? Your way of doing it is right. Your way of doing it is right. And your way of doing it is right. They're all right. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one thing a site needs. There's more different approaches. There's all sorts of things that will have all sorts of various impacts. And no one really, ultimately speaking, no one understands. First off, no one knows across the board what's good because every site is in a different situation. And there's all this like jockeying for position. I feel if people were in general more understanding and respectful of, hey, you know what? I disagree with what you're saying, but that's reasonable. I don't have to agree with you, but is, is it my litmus test is, is it reasonable? Is it reasonable to think this? If it's not reasonable, that's, of course, unreasonable. If it's reasonable, I may not agree with it. It's like, imagine you're my, my wife. My wife, if my wife. <laughs> that was really myself. good, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I worked at it for a long time. Um, my wife says, hey, we should go to this lecture. She likes going to lectures. I do not like going to lectures. I like to sit around and watch baseball games. Is it, I may disagree that it's important to go to this lecture over watching the Yankees. I think she's dead wrong. Obviously, watching the Yankee game is clearly more important than understanding how social media impacts our children's health. Clearly. But I can understand where she's coming from because it's reasonable to think that the impact of social media on my children's mental health is more important than watching a Yankee game. And I feel like that's lacking in the community to a certain extent. Oh, Obviously, yeah. there are really good people and the really great people who do do that. Yeah, I think it's it's the case of, you know, it's that maybe it's an 80-20 kind of, kind of rule here where it's like, you know, 20% of the people actually get you know, get the concept and are trying to educate people, but 80% of the people don't understand it. And sometimes they might overrun. And, and this is why when we see all the, you know, the outreach emails, et cetera, you know, that's the majority of people, yeah. unfortunately. But unfortunately, it's a big problem. Like, like imagine someone shares these all the time. Someone shares like, you know, hockey stick growth, you know, in search console, all of a sudden my impressions or clicks, whatever it was, or traffic, whatever it is. And, and people take that like, oh, this technique is the best. The person who tweeted it might not view it like that. They're like, hey, I'm just like sharing a technique. It really worked for me. I think it's great. Apply it as you think it makes sense. But people don't, that nuance of apply it as you think it makes sense is lost. Just people see, oh, hockey stick growth. Got to do that now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe you I, I've, got one, I've got one final question because I, I'll give my take after I get yours. Why do you think people are so scared of Google updates? Okay, so for the majority of sites or the majority of keywords, let's just let's say sites, let's think about it by pages and keywords because that's really where it's happening. Although there are, like, the, obviously there is a domain impact in many, many cases. 
where Google's looking at the domain as a whole, however you want to slice this, there's a lot of major impact. People are sharing a lot of scary grass, but let's, for my, I, I don't have a hard number. I should put a hard number. This is a good idea for a study. How many of sites are not impacted during an update? Like you're always looking at the number of sites that are impacted, but how many sites are not impacted? And it's true. And then again, it, it becomes like this, like fear mongering of like, oh no, there's an update. I, dude, like maybe you're completely not impacted. Just check your data first before you start. And I, it's the, and I do understand on the conversely, I do understand the, as it's rolling out, as you hear about, I do understand that fear because you don't understand what the hell is going to happen and you don't know what the hell I'm going to do about it. And that's really scary. If, especially if your if your livelihood is on the line, like for this podcast, like if I get hit by an update, I got rewarded in the last one a little bit, but if I get hit by one, like, yeah, doesn't make or break me. Most of my listens don't come through organic search. Most of them come through people have subscribed or they find me on iTunes or they find it on you know Stitcher or whatever it is. I totally didn't pitch the, oh my, I totally botched my intro. I didn't say where you could find the podcast. Anyway, uh, I always do that. All right, so I won't, I won't get killed. I'm not so scared of an update. I can still share the podcast on Twitter and get a lot of traction. But if you don't have that, then that is scary. And by the way, it's kind of why you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. So I, I do get the fear, but then there is this hyperbolic reaction to it without first diving in or without, or it's running out. It hit me. I'm hit. I'm, I'm hit. I'm down. But yeah, like, like wait it out. Like tomorrow, very often there's a reversal. So mm-hmm. just chill for a day or two. And I know it's really hard. I know it's really things. But how many times have you seen I get hit? Oh my God. Next day I'm back up. Google was just kind of messing around with me for whatever reason. That's my thought on it. Well, it's like I'm hit, but I thought the medic update was meant to save me. And then that's the whole we, we can't trust Google to be a, a medical assistant anyway. Um, but yeah, I think what you said there is literally common sense, right? Like putting all your eggs into one basket. You shouldn't do that because common sense tells you to not put all your eggs in one basket. And it's the same thing. That's like unless you, you know, don't like he, eggs unless you don't care about eggs like i hate if eggs. you don't care well th- then they can then break that's, then you don't that's another yeah but that's another issue then, then you're it. just a fool but, everybody yeah. <laughs> but i i think you know the whole concept of like when google's announcing an update and then loads of people just like yeah are like crapping themselves they're like oh no oh my god like i'm so scared it's like why should you be scared like are you not confident enough in the your site in terms of the, the what kind of content you've got to like i just don't see that and maybe i'm i'm being quite you know uh one-sided when i say that but i think you know it's common sense that google like people understand that google changes all the time it's common sense that your website should be fit for purpose it's also common sense that if one site goes down another one has to go up to take its place correct i i i, I people always forget that point right there has to be if a page if a page loss rankings it's not like, oh no, there's no number five position on the SERP anymore. Somebody <laughs> replaced it. <laughs> exactly. And that could be you. It could be you. But I feel to blame personally because I'm part of the people who put out big data. Here's the data, blah, blah, blah. And it, it is, it does scare people. I'm not sure what the right answers are. Maybe I just shut my mouth, but I'm not going to do that. So, 
Yeah, but I, I and you don't need to do that. I feel like people are, generally will be better off having more kind of context to go, having more data, having more information, reading into stuff. But at the same time, it's like you shouldn't think of you know you shouldn't think like you're always trying to please Google because if you're pleasing users, they will come to you regardless, regardless of you know you could no index your entire site, but if you've got a social presence, if you've got a strong brand. People will find you. People will buy stuff from and you. And you have to have diversity in your page. Maybe we should end on, on this point because we're like reaching that time where like people are tuned out. But I, there was a site I was that I was looking at a while back. They rank really, really well for some really high search volume keywords, but they lack diversity in their content. So if it, an update came along and it did kill them, they're totally killed. When you put, they don't put your eggs in one basket, it also means don't rely on just one or two pages to rank and get traffic from them because you can lose for those keywords, try to have diversity of content so that if you get, if you lose these keywords, at least you still have these keywords bringing some traffic in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I've got no <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, you go. No, no, I was just gonna say like, but it's also the reason why people need, generally in digital marketing, you're gonna need some kind of varied strategy. You can't just rely on everything to come from one source. Like you can't just rely everything to come from SEO. Like you need to invest in your social media, invest maybe in some paid ads. Like, and you can't rely that, okay, if I get an update, I'll fix it. Cause when Google says, hey, just like another page is more relevant. That is true sometimes. And you could be, you have a great, great page. I have seen this with the, the December 2020 core update. Great pages from .govs, really good stuff. But there are more ultimate guides, Google, 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 <laughs> Google wanted more specific kinds of pages with more specific kind of information where the user didn't have to go scroll through. So unless you want to either create a new page that just talks about that one specific subtopic, or you want to revamp the entire page and go away from the ultimate guide model, which is kind of what I just said before, same thing with same difference. What are you going to do? If you want, if your content is the ultimate guide and that, and that's just the content that you have, unless you want to redo that content, you might not be relevant for this keyword anymore. And that's it. There's nothing you can do. Sometimes there's no, it's, I like the idea of like, you can rank for any keyword. Really? You're going to rank for keywords at like CNN, CBS, and you're like a local news site. Good luck. People do that. You Like the surprising thing is people do that so much. They're like, okay, you know, how can I try and outrank Amazon for, for the, and I'm just like, I don't shit, know, be Amazon? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? I just get so confused sometimes. It's... it's like, even for certain things, like, I think the most ridiculous thing I heard once was like, somebody was trying to rank for a keyword. And that, I'm like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but on the first page, it was a bunch of like, Google's own kind of like doc showing up. And, so, and I'm just like, fuck dude like think of what you're trying to do here it's like you have to be wow. reasonable expectations reasonable expectations common sense i think it's a good point to it, maybe close exactly. the episode out perfect itamar where can people find you oh you can find me on twitter linkedin youtube i'm fortunate enough to be the only person in the world with my name at least as far as i know so if you search nice. me up you'll find me everywhere <laughs> it's, a, it's a great thing about having a unique name 
Really appreciate you coming on. When does the SEO rant come out? Generally speaking, the SEO rant comes out on Thursdays each week, but it's sort of a thing I do on the side. So if I don't have enough time for it on a particular wink, I, I, we, I can't speak today. Week, not wink. Week. If I don't have time for a particular week to put out an episode, I don't. So it does make sense to subscribe wherever you consume your podcast, such as Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you consume podcasts, you can find us, subscribe to the podcast, get updated when a new episode comes out or look for us on the SEO rant and subscribe there at seorant.com. Subscribe there on Twitter at SEO rant. Ethan, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure talking with you. This has honestly been one of my favorite rants. So I really appreciate you coming on, dude. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Morty. Absolutely. Until next time. Toodles.